Welcome to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission Tram Akoka, where we build a strong foundation for greater hearts. As you listen to this message, we know that your life will be greatly enhanced. Now, here is your host, Pastor Akintola Umi. Last week, we started talking about taking charge and taking the lead. But my subtopic this morning be veer off from that a little but coming back at another time in the course of my teachings and this morning I'll be speaking on something that I also believe because this is this is the uh, it's the beginning of the year Mm-hmm. It's still the beginning of the year. Two weeks into the new year, there's still a lot that we can position. And today I want to speak to us about building capacity for the next level. Building capacity for the next level. Um, whether we know it or not, the year is already giving us a picture of the fact that there will be a demand there will be a demand on our faith can I have the topic there will be a demand on our faith there will be a demand on action there will be a demand on the steps we take there will be a demand on the way we live our life there will be a demand on what we choose to do in the course of this year. I want us to therefore take some time to think about this. I don't know how far we'll go today, but I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to help me. Sweet Holy Spirit, this morning we just ask you that in the next few minutes that we have, you will open our mind and give us insight into your plan and purpose in the mighty name of Jesus. Encourage someone in this house. Lord, build grace and capacity upon someone's life today in the name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, so that we may look beyond where we are and see where you ought, we ought to be. We give you all the praise and the glory. In Jesus' majestic name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. All right, turn with me to Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter 26. I'm going to read from verse 12. The Bible says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward until he grew and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks, possession of herds, great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go from us. And for thou art mightier than we are. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerah and dwelt there. 
Now, if you look at that scripture, which I wouldn't spend too much time with now, but I will build on later. What happened was that a young man by the name Isaac, the son of a legendary man like Abraham, found himself in exactly the same situation that his father found himself several years back. I don't know whether you know it. This is not the first time the price of oil is falling in the world. This will not be the first time that we are facing some of the challenges we are facing now in the world. Every time the systems of the world sometimes seems to go in circles. So famine, shortage, lack, drought, problems, challenges, issues, troubles... They are not a one-time experience. They are like a circle. You know, sometimes when we find ourselves in a tough corner, we think we are the only one who has a problem. Sometimes you look at yourself and you ask, why am I going through this? Why are things this tough for me? Why do I have these problems? Why is it that life doesn't seem to smile on me? Beloved, I want to let you know everything you will ever pass through or you are passing through in life, somebody has passed through it before somebody will go through it tomorrow it's a circle of life you've lost money you've lost a job you've lost anything life has been unfair in a particular direction it's a circle and in actual fact until you understand that the circles of life goes in such a way that what you are passing through right now is not the key issue your problem is not the problem the real problem is how you deal with the challenges that life brings towards you. Because everyone will pass through one stage or the other, either in the now or in the future. I used to tell you, and I think I've said it many times, when I got into secondary school, you can imagine, I was very small. Now, if I'm like this now, you can imagine if I said I was very small. So small that some guys who were my age mates or younger than me, when they stand, it will be like David and Goliath. I can't forget it in my form five. I had this roommate. This guy, he read like no man has ever read. He would read in the morning, he would read in the afternoon, he would read in the night. Sometimes when I go to bed at about 12 in the night, he will come and smack me. And tell me, only what are you doing sleeping? Sit up and let us read. And he read and read and read. They don't do it again. But do you know the results he came out from school, sir? SR. I don't know whether you know SR. That one is even worse than grade three. And this small boy that he was beating in the class, by the time the result came out, I was in flying colors you know the interesting thing was that i mean i was so small that juniors used to oppress me i don't know whether you you know when you are in secondary school you are, you are a senior you are supposed to oppress junior people but juniors used to oppress me one day this is my friend eh when some juniors oppressed me he first of all took me and beat me first for allowing myself to be oppressed by junior then he now gathered all those juniors and he gave them the beating of their life and showed me how to beat them. But I would dare not do it tomorrow. <laughs> what the point I'm making to you, when you are in junior class, 
you are afraid of people who oppress you when you get to senior class you are happy that you have somebody to oppress but ladies and gentlemen both in junior class and in senior class there was nobody i could oppress when you are in junior class you complain about senior sending you on errand when you get to senior class baba Wae, baba yaba will be waiting for you you know we used to call Wae, baba yaba so life every stage you move to you know we're talking about building capacity for the next level every level you get to has its own devil but one thing i can assure you that every level you get to in life god has a plan to take you higher than the challenges that you are facing and so i came to announce to somebody in this room 2016 is your year of building capacity you will win you will overturn and overturn until it becomes your right in the name of jesus every report you have had every information you are giving you every idea they are placed in your head every mindset that is working right now every spirit of negativity telling you that you can't succeed in this year i came to declare to you that you will walk through this year and you will carry the crown in jesus name look at the story in the book of genesis the bible says and isaac sowed in the land we can't go back to the story but when you get home read from verse one that's where the real story is the bible says that if isaac found himself in a land that had famine that had issues that had problem how many of you know that the bible spoke about famine so many times in the scripture in the time of joseph there was famine in the time of abraham there was famine in the time of isaac there was famine and famine of course you understand famine to when the land is not producing but right now if you look at our country there seems to be famine in the land and you don't read the bible isolated from what you are living in if if there was famine in scriptures there is famine now and it tells you that what worked in the scriptures at that time surely will work for you right now if god brought people out of famine in those days he will bring you out of famine now if he delivered people from trouble he will deliver you now if he helped them in those days he will help you now and under the covenant that you now have by the grace that you have by the blood of jesus christ by the experience of the fact that you are living in the finished work of christ it is now even better for you to live in this age and face the famine of life than it was in those days and what did the bible says he said as soon as there was famine isaac gathered himself and said let's run out of town i want to be an andrew and god said to him sit down here and i've come to let you know neighbor sit down now be comfortable in this time don't be moved by the challenges of this time this is the time to build your hope this is the time to build your confidence this is the time to prove the word of god this is the time to take advantage of scriptures this is the time to confess the word of god in your life this is the time to make a divine decree this is a time to open your mouth and say what god says about you in the midst of famine you will be satisfied oh i can't hear an amen that is serious in this hour. and the bible says isaac sold in the land why and how because isaac went into the circumstance and was already running away so many of us are running away from reality the problems you have they are real but the solution are much better and god said to him stay here i will bless you in this land 
I will bless you in Wisdom House. I will bless you in the city of Lagos. I will bless you in Nigeria. I will bless you in your tough situations. I will bring you out even though there are challenges. The budget, somebody said is missing. Whether it's missing or lost, found or not, whether it have, I mean, they have the money to run it, the God of heaven will give you a divine budget. It is not a play on words. There is a budget of God concerning your life. I will go before you. I will make crooked ways straight. I will make the hills to become valleys. I will make the troublesome places to be laid before you. God will bring you through the challenges that this year is possessing. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped a hundredfold in the same year. It is this year that is tough that God will prove himself. It is this year that looks difficult that God will prove himself. Your hundredfold experience is coming before the end of the year. You will listen. Some of you right now, you want to marry, and they have given you all kinds of bills, and you are wondering how to meet it. I want to let you know I serve a God who starts from five loaves and two fishes to fix five thousand. If he did it even for that group of people, I want to declare to you you will be supplied, you will be you will be provided for. He will make a way for you. Your mindset must not be on the problem. It must be on the promises. I said your mindset must not be on the problem. It must be on the promises. God will make a way for you. Somebody needs to put that kind of bold poster in his house. God makes a way for me. The Bible says Isaac sold in that land. When I studied that scripture, I saw progression. He said he sowed in the land and reaped a hundredfold. Then he said the man became great. He went forward until he was. It was a progressive thing. Where you are right now is a beginning point. Your little is what God wants to make great. Believe in what God has put in your hand and see it grow before your hand. One major thing is that you must believe in yourself. You must believe in your ability. You must believe in your capacity. You must believe in the grace of God upon your life. I want to announce to somebody never look down on yourself don't let anybody talk you out of god's plan for your life there is a god that is at work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure you have all that pertains to life and godliness you have the ingredient for success you have all that it takes to become whom god wants you to be you need to look into the mirror and see the god that you are serving for greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world the world system has his own fiery powers and forces but there is a greater god on the inside of you somebody said to me lord build in me the capacity for the next level can you imagine a man who wanted to run out of town because there was famine when god finished blessing him the bible says he was so blessed that people were envying him Sometimes you should pray for God to make people envy you. And you say to me, Pastor, what do you mean? There are some of us, people treat us as if, what is it to him? Because we live in a world system that when you have things, people think you are somebody. So they judge you by what you have in your pocket, by what you drive, and the houses you live in, and all those stuff. But when people can pass by you and don't even know they passed around anything, but the Bible says, when God finished, you see, the problem is, I love when God is building capacity in somebody. Because what happens is that 
at the times when he's investing in your dream and in your purpose, people will not notice that things are changing. Because God makes a change on the inside before he brings it on the, to the public. So when God was working in the life of Isaac, most people did not notice it. Until suddenly they just realized that the man is becoming great. And you know, even the scriptures recognized it. I don't have time. I, I will deal with that later. He, he categorized the kind of things that made the difference. He said he had a man that wanted to run out of town. Now he had servants. Now he had flocks. Now he had all kinds of things that were lifted. Now, suddenly they looked around him and a little had become a great nation. I prophesy over you that this year, from your little, you will become a great nation. Isaac, we were not thinking too much about you. And I want to let you know, you know, it's interesting. But it's so obvious to me today that as you turn around to the centers of the world, today the world is living based on assumption. Nobody really has a very key answer to the issues that are going on. And when you watch closely the word of God, you realize that the believer is not supposed to live by speculation. You know, it's so sometimes almost you can't handle it the kind of things god tells you and the kind of things you are going through both of them don't seem to you know come together because every time you read the scripture it looks as if god has nothing negative to say everything he says is so positive the picture is so rosy and you are asking yourself lord i can't align this with my problem and my situation right now but god knows that if he does not show you the end you can't start well in the beginning capacity building is not the same thing as capability sometimes we may not initially initially have the capability for what we want to do but every one of us carry within our spirit the capacity to become what God wants. Capability is something you already know you can do. Praise God. I, I doubt if there is anybody in this room sitting on any chair that you can carry. That could just be, you know, you have the capability. You can carry the chair. And, but if I now ask you to carry this loudspeaker, eh, uh, that's where the robber will meet the road. Praise God. So capacity building is not the same thing. You know, the angel got to Mary. And he said, thou art highly favored amongst all women. He said, Mary, you are going to have a child. And this child is going to be a, a, you know, a, a servant of God. He's going to do so much. And Mary said to the angel, I don't have the capability for that. How can I, a single woman without a husband, not yet married, and never had the knowledge of a man, how do you want me to bring forth a child? He said, this thing is out of place. I don't have what it takes. But then the angel said to her, you don't have capability, but you have capacity. He said, because right now, there is something on the inside of you that will bring forth the dream of God. I want you to look at yourself. And understand that you may not have capability but right now you carry capacity for greater is he that is inside of you than he that's in the world the angel said to her the spirit of god will come upon you and by the time he is done with you what you will be able to produce nobody will understand throughout this year may divine capacity become your experience in jesus name 
You see, when capacity meets grace, it changes the whole story. For 40 days, an army was locked up in a cave because they had a giant who had capability and who had told them that he was going to kill them. And so when David, you know, when David showed up and told his brothers, I'm going to kill him, they said to him, you must have lack common sense. Nobody here has the capability to kill this giant. But, you know, the boy told them, he said, you don't understand. I don't need capability. For many years, I've been beating, building capacity. Then he told them, he said, I have killed a lion. I have killed a bear. Now, killing a Goliath is even a lesser condition. Can I hear an amen, somebody? But, you know, capacity is strength from without, within. Capability is strength from without. Because capacity is the you that people have not yet discovered. It is the place you are going that nobody knows. It is the secret that God has in your life that you are yet to discover. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? That's why whenever God talks to you, he talks about your capacity. He looked at Gideon and he said to him, you are mighty man of valor. The man didn't see himself from that perspective. And I came to let you know you are head and not tail. You are above and not under. There is a power at work in you that makes the rulers of darkness to tremble. I came to tell somebody in this year that this is your year of capacity building. It's your year of divine capacity. It's your year of fulfillment of your dreams. It's your year of stepping to the next level. It's your year of doing things that nobody thought you can do. It's your year of finding your place in places that you never imagined you would get into. There are doors that are going to open to you by divine capacity. There are places you will get to. People will question how you got in here. But the grace of God will carry you into it in the name of Jesus. Release. I release capacity upon you. Receive capacity in the name of Jesus. Receive divine capacity in the name of Jesus. People who dwell on capability always talk about I. But people who dwell on capacity talk about him. For in him we live and move and have our being without him we can do nothing but i can do all things through christ that gives me capacity i just came to encourage somebody don't let the devil talk you out of where you are going this morning <laughs> talking about capacity one day God woke up and called a man a man who never actually put so much value on himself just doing his own thing and then God called him and he said to him he said, you know what I'm going to destroy the world he said Noah go and build me an ark he gave him a picture of what to build told him how to build it Ladies and gentlemen, Noah didn't build the ark in one day. He built it for 120 years. There are too many things in life that God gives us as a picture and a vision. We drop it too early because we can't wait for God's timing. There are some of us today, we are not supposed to be where we are now. But when God was building capacity in us, we turned back on the way. There are things God said to some of us, but when we looked at the fair weather and we looked at everything around us, we said it's not possible. For with God, nothing shall be what? Impossible. I came to address a group of people today who have dropped their dreams. Who have told themselves, I can't do it. 
who closed the door on their opportunities who told themselves that i cannot let me tell you something any dream you have in life that god is in it right now wherever you may be in that dream no matter how little it is if god has not given up on you you have no right to give up on yourself i don't know how many people will have behaved like noah to have allowed themselves to be ridiculed for 120 years by the people who asked him question who sent you But you know, for 120 years, what God was doing was he was building capacity in that man. Then one day, a drop of water came. Before they knew it, it turned out to be a drizzle. From a drizzle, it became what they call rainfall. I don't know whether it's tropical or torrential. Or somewhere along the line like joke like joke you know there is a time in lagos we have three days rain and sometimes seven days rain then it became you know they were still calling it three days rain or seven days rain until suddenly they didn't know that god had opened the tap in heaven and there was no closing of it until everybody was you know was taken off and god decided to wipe out that world only with eight, eight people he built another world. Let me tell you something. What is in your hand may look small, but what is in God's program is much bigger than that. If God can build another world with eight human beings, I don't know what it is that God wants to build in your life that he cannot bring to come to pass. I prophesy over you that what you carry in your hand will produce the result that God has ordained for you in the name of Jesus. Do you know? See, what others tell you about you is not what is important. What God says about you is the most important thing. That's why when, when the brothers of David saw him, they despised him. They said, little boy, what do you think you are doing? In fact, Saul looked at him and said, you are a small boy. He said, this man has been a warrior from his youth. Tell them all they are saying is excuses. Excuse will not stop you from fulfilling your goal. David made up his mind. I'm going there. You are getting there. I said you are getting there. You are fulfilling your dream. You are reaching the heights that God has ordained for you. And the scripture said that no matter what anybody said, David did not listen. This is that year. The Bible says, and God will make all grace abound what? Towards you. That you having all sufficiency of all things will abound unto world all great work. Praise the Lord. It's your year of divine capacity. Hmm. Talking about capacity. A young man was born. In the worst time anybody could have been born. Before he was born, a law has been passed that any boy that was given birth to at that time that is a Jew should be killed. So he was dead on arrival. Moses had no hope. But God had a different plan. You know the story. How he was put in, in 
Pharaoh's house. I'm fair. But I like God. You know, when God is an all-round God, what he did for Moses in the house of Potiphar was stage one of his capacity building process. He made him to see how you know, big people live and they don't even have time for the poor. He also made him to have good education, the courtesies of the palace, the privileges of life. Then God said, stage two, after passing your first degree, go for masters. God took him to the wilderness where better knowledge will be learned. Now in this place where he went to, he was eating three square meals and he was being served by servant. But the first thing God did was that he made him an homeless man. He was a squatter in his father-in-law's house. He was on salary looking after sheep. As if that was not enough, there was a, 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 a what do they call it? A police report waiting in Egypt wanted. His fear, I mean his past intimidated him. His future was bleak in his eyes. But in the midst of all that, that was where God was going to release capacity. One day God called him. He said, I've trained you enough. It's now time. Picked him up. And you know, immediately God picked him. He said, God, I think you made a mistake. I need to introduce myself to you. I'm Moses. I'm a stammerer. You know, sometimes we try to impress God by giving him an impression. Some of us, one of the things you must learn, telling us how bad your situation is will not change anything. But telling us how big your God is will make a way. And this year, every time the devil tells you to talk about your problem, begin to talk about your opportunities. Begin to talk about your promises. Begin to talk about the next level you are going to move into. Begin to look at it. When they tell you that Naira is, I mean, dollar is now 300, you are going to tell yourself, in the time of famine, I will be satisfied. Because that, the price of dollar is not important. What is important is what God is about to do in your life. Famine is not new. It's always been with us. We are just going through another circle. And we will come out better. God told Moses. That's why when Moses got to the house of Pharaoh, he became a terror. Because God has been building in him capacity. His 40 years in Egypt was not a waste. I prophesy over somebody that this year God will use every stumbling block in your life to build capacity in your spirit. Hmm. What do you say of the young man Joseph? Born into a very queer family. A family of oppressors. A polygamous home. Where all the big boys came from one mother. And the non-entities came from the second mother. But guess what? Still in that same house, his father was showing him things that he didn't show his brothers. Giving him what he did not give to his brothers. Then God came and began to give him a future that nobody knows about. So God was building capacity in Joseph. And one day, the brothers came to themselves and said, look, we don't understand. We are the big boys. But how come that Joseph seems to be having all the good things? They will ask that question about you. And my Bible says, 
they took Joseph and planned against him. I love something. The Bible says when they saw him afar off in verse 19, they say, here comes the dreamer. You see, the problem is that for them, what Joseph was talking about was a dream. But what actually Joseph was talking about is something that had happened that God was going to build him into. I don't know about you, but every dream, every desire you have this year is not just a dream. It's the fulfillment of the promise of God. You will be promoted. You will be elevated. You will be positioned. You will be located. You will find yourself in the best of places. God will walk a walk in your life. The enemy is going to lose out in the journey. I came to tell somebody, look at yourself the way God is looking at you. Do you, do you realize that it was only Joseph who understood what God was talking about? Because the picture was too audacious. Too much out of this world. When he told this to his brethren, they laughed. I can understand those ones. Those ones are ignoramus. But even his father couldn't picture it because he was asking, is this not the child that I gave back to? Why is he talking like this to me? May God give it to those who don't know where your dream is taking you. So that the picture can be brighter in your eyes. When Joseph produced the picture, the, what it takes to fulfill, they were looking at capability, God was looking at capacity. And honestly, it was based on their ignorance that they did what they did. They said, let's sell him. But do you know what? Everywhere God took Joseph to, all he was doing was so you need to understand going to the house of Potiphar and becoming a slave was not a punishment by God it was a process to build capacity in him some of you right now you are being oppressed by people that you should have been their leaders sometimes you are you are in a situation where you are not comfortable you are in a home where you don't understand why things are the way they are you are doing a business and you are wondering with all your effort some unbeliever seems to be shining don't worry god is taking you through the same process that he took joseph it's just a for a matter of time it's just a season you listen or if you learn what you ought to learn in that process when you are done you will come out as gold is somebody understanding what i'm saying if joseph had misbehaved in the house of potiphar he would not have been able to see the dream of god for his life he, he suffered what he suffered because god was building in him capacity when he got to the prison the reason why he behaved do you know that all the people that came to prison that time they were disgruntled people the butler said look at me i don't understand this one i'm supposed to be in the palace serving the king some bad people planned against me my enemies you know sometimes people look for enemies in everything everybody in the prison was complaining but joseph went to lift up people's countenance hi are you fine what's going on they couldn't understand because what he was carrying in them was driving him I declare to you in the name of Jesus that all that God is putting in you it will steer up the glory of God in your life. Amen. So one day <laughs> the dream became a reality. You know I love the scriptures. He said when his brother showed up they didn't recognize him. Can you imagine? You are looking at your younger brother. In the eye of where you left him over 10 years ago. And then he is looking at you. 
and he's saying, ah, uh-uh. he has not even changed. Destiny will elevate you. Purpose will promote you. Divine grace will take you to the next level. When they see you, they will not be able to understand. Hallelujah. Capacity is potential. It is the future that you are preparing for. It is the you that others don't know. It is the place that God will take you this year. I prophesy over you that one year from now, you will not be the same person that you are today. Just like it was said of Isaac, and the man was great. Maybe we should put your name. And Ebenezer was great. And Tony went forward. Until he became very great. That's your name. The greater one is on the inside of you. So you are great. That's why I love my father in the Lord. When, he, when you come to church, he said, please greet the people that are around you, the excellencies, your royal majesties. He said, governor's wives. He's prophesying over you. He's seeing capacity and he's not seeing capability. You may look weak in yourself. For your beginning may be small, but your end will be great. Please help me turn around and greet five royal majesties. Help me greet some excellencies. Help me celebrate some people of great stature in this house. Because God is building capacity in you. Please be my friend now that we are sitting together in church. Before you begin to fill a form to come and see me in my office. And you'll be asking yourself, is it not the same boy? God has changed the story. Is somebody understanding you? Do you know that the brothers of Joseph could not even just approach him directly? They had to bring them to Joseph. When they brought them to Joseph, do you know what they did? What we do in Nigeria? Eh, 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 They were buying down for their younger brother without knowing it. Grace will make people to bow before you. Let's be sincere. The boys were just being... Because they came from a background, they understood royalty. The reason why they were buying for Joseph was not because they were being psychophants. They, they could not have imagined. They knew where they threw him. God is going to do something outstanding in your life this year. got to pause and Isaac sold in the land those are the issues that we'll be dealing with in the next time I speak about it, sowing because you know in church we like a sermon that tells you God will do something but the secret of how God will do it is always embedded in the stages that people went through Isaac sold in the land God doesn't just bless you for blessing's sake. There is something on your part that is essential. It's not as if God... Listen, it's not as if you must do something for God to bless you. 
But God must find you in a place that he can bless you. So Isaac was a sower. He had to put something on the ground for a memorial that heaven would take advantage of. And I'm not talking just about money because every time we hear so in church, you say they're coming. For... No. So time. So prayers. So effort. There was a sowing. The Bible says he sowed in the land. And then seed produced after its kind. And that same year, he did what? He reaped a hundredfold. May God give you a hundredfold. I can assure you, hundredfold is better than sixty and thirty. Look at it. And the Lord blessed him. Apart from reaping his harvest, the Lord what? How many people are blessed in this house? You know, let's not do religion. How many people believe that they are blessed in this house? Let me tell you one thing. If you don't believe you are blessed, it's difficult for God to do anything about your matter. Why? Because God has blessed you. He's not going to bless you. He has blessed you with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Beyond that, you are the blessed of the Lord. He, God has proclaimed a blessing upon you. He said you are blessed going out, you are blessed coming in. Every time God speaks about you, is a blessing. Every time God opens his thought, his th the thoughts of God towards you, they are blessed thoughts. He never sees you in your present situation. He sees you in the place of your capacity. Is somebody understand what I'm saying? In the mind of God, concerning you, it is said to I wish only one person believed what I just said. Even the struggle you are having right now, in the mind of God, it is settled. Yeah. He knows that it's just a matter of time you walk in. So that's why the day God gave Joseph the dream and the picture, that's when God finished the job. It was now left for him to walk through the experience. The day the oil was poured upon David before his brothers, that was when the job was done. How many of you know that? That particular experience. 13 years was what David had to wait to be crowned. Within that 13 years, there were too many experiences that could have made David to lose the throne. Too many. One of them was the day that he had the opportunity to kill Saul. And he looked at the man and walked away. Why? Because after crowning him or anointing him at 17, God took 13 years to build capacity in David. Because he knew that one day all of these things would be required in his leadership. He would know how to treat men well. He would know how to give people a chance. He would know how to forgive others. Joseph was, I mean, David was one man who had to forgive so many people. The day they were killing Absalom, he was crying. God built capacity in him. For the level that God is taking you to pray that God will give you capacity. Because one of the problems we have when God wants to bless you, you have to learn how to deal with people and forgive them. Because sometimes it's not everybody you meet along the way that will like you. You have to deal with some issues. Sometimes you have to close your eyes to some things. Sometimes you have to understand what it means to go on even in the midst of trouble. Sometimes you have to stand alone. 
But this year will be your year of blessing. It's your year of capacity building. May the blessing of God rest upon your home. May it rest upon the work of your hand. May it rest upon your dream. May everything that you ever desire become a blessing in your life. I release God's favor upon you. I release God's blessing upon you. I release the fulfillment of God's plan upon you. I declare you will not lack anything to be able to fulfill your dream in the name of Jesus. Go forward and fulfill your dream. Go forward and fulfill your blessing. Go forward and become all that God wants for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome to a season of capacity building. Father, tonight, this morning, I ask you. There is a man and a woman crying in this house right now. And saying, God, what pastor is saying is even a total contradiction of my experience. But Lord, one night... Esther and Mordecai went to bed with a death warrant hanging on their neck. But the next morning, you visited them. I ask you for a divine visitation. For someone in this house today in the name of Jesus who is pressed to a corner, who is crying because of their situation, Lord, release capacity upon them in the name of Jesus. And open a door that no man can open. And Lord, I pray before this week is over, somebody will have a testimony in this area. We bless your name. We give you praise. And we just want to let you know, Lord, by your grace, we will become all that we want to be. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. There is a Redeemer, Jesus Christ, God's Son, precious Lamb of God, Messiah. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.